Welcome in, everybody, to the Two Boys, One Pod podcast. And I, I think most of you probably thought we just stopped potting. But the pods don't stop. We don't stop. We go 1-0 every week, regardless of what our, our nits do. So we're back at it. Pod don't stop. The pod that can't I, be stopped. Super I thought, pod. I thought that you know, recording by like Thursday or like this late in the week that I would have like a clear and rational, clear and rational thoughts about what happened last weekend. But that is not the case. My mind is still clouded. I am still in the fog. Burn it all to the ground. (laughs) We're both in the ninth circle of hell and we can't get out. (laughs) Whatever that means. Ninth overtime was the, the reference. Whatever that means. I blocked this out. I've, uh, cut off all synapses related to Penn State football until Saturday, 7.30 Eastern time, 5.30 Mountain time. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been a rough go the past, the past couple of days um, trying to think through what happened uh, over last weekend and that, that performance. Max, Luckily, how, did you, um, how did you cope with the loss on Saturday? I, you know, by the, like the fourth or fifth overtime – I couldn't believe my eyes and, and what was happening. Actually, the burn really was, was occurring before that, you know, with them gashing us in the run game all, all afternoon. And, you know, by the time we got to the fourth or fifth overtime, like this is just a like a sad joke. This is cruel. And I don't deserve this. I did nothing to deserve this. So like I started a podcast to enjoy the season and talk about how much I loved Clifford and freaking Penn State 2021 Lions. Yeah, it was it was it was and that happened. So I was pretty much numb. I was numb by like the fourth or fifth um overtime. And by the time we we lost, I was like we really deserved it. By the by the ninth overtime, I was like, we deserve this. Yeah, I I promptly turned off the TV and stopped watching football pretty much for the weekend. I tuned in a bit for the birds, but I um that's not watch any more college football. Just started binging Squid Game Saturday afternoon and just kind of like pretended like it didn't happen and then woke up Sunday remembering oh yeah Penn State lost that's sad but um we can still discuss the game and um it's pitfalls it's terrors it is it was quite a spooky season uh, game um out there in the unhappy valley of State College University Park Pennsylvania yeah like the thing is while you're you're watching that game all of us were watching that game it became pretty clear, I don't want to say early, but probably by the third quarter when nothing was happening, nothing was getting turned around, that I don't want to say it's a lost season, but the chances of us turning the season around, you know, even if we were to pull out that win, the chances of us to, to turn the season around were, were, were going to be pretty low, especially with the schedule coming up down the stretch. So... It was tough. Uh, over 300 yards rushing um, that, that we gave up to Illinois. 
and they seemed to be, be able to get anything they wanted on the ground, no matter what we were showing on defense. I mean, with that said, still only gave up 10 points and forced three turnovers in regulation. Um, so th- there's some things to hang your hat on a- as a defensive uh, player, I think. Um, but it certainly certainly wasn't our best performance against the team where the coach was coming at their offensive line the week prior. Um, for... uh, maybe 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 he really <laughs> yeah. did put a fire under their bellies because we got dominated up front and like yeah. second level tackles across the game. Um, yeah, it was credit, a wet, credit, it was credit like a to wet, them. Sleepy Saturday, it was like drizzling out there. Yeah, well, I think I think what, yeah. like I had no real intention of really tuning into the game besides having it on as I was like you know eating breakfast and like kind of doing things around the, the apartment and. That kind of next thing I know, I'm watching four quarters and nine overtimes of football that I really had no plan of like fully like devoting my attention to. Yeah, I've never been stabbed before, but it was like getting stabbed over. I had no intention of drinking a beer, but by the first overtime, I had to crack open a Coors Light. Yeah, I got a little, I got a little tuned uh, by the by the end of the game. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Yeah, so um, so the, I mean, so okay, we we went three hundred yards given up on defense. The the offense clearly was crippled due to um whatever is going on with Sean and his injury. And I his personally, inter- um, I know we've talked about this before, but this is for the pod. I I don't think there was a reason to play Sean this last week. I think we win that game with a Roberson who can actually be mobile in the pocket. Um, and get those yards like running the football where our offense can't really run the football that well this year. But um, who knows? He looked bad against Iowa, but I think that was circumstantial. Uh, but I, I think Sean Clifford having to slide in the backfield, like not even like try to get an extra yard, but literally take a like sacrifice himself in the backfield is uh, was not a good look uh, for he being was, our best he option. Was, he was clearly hobbled and, you know, we're going to stand no chance uh, against the Buckeyes this week uh, unless he's I, – I don't even want to say full strength. I, he needs to be – you know, play his best performance probably in his Penn State career. He needs to be over 100% this week. And I just don't know if that's realistic. He needs to be running the football, extending plays, because um, that's been our best offense this year is when he's, when he's using his legs. Um, so – yeah, offensively, of course, the, the ground game was pitiful once again. Even without uh, without Clifford, uh, we still didn't get anything going with our our um, running back tandems or triplets of running backs. And uh, we why do you think that is? In our playmaker, we weren't able to get the ball in our playmakers' hands, and there was drops. Um, it was bad. Yeah, it was. It, it what, sucked. But why, why do you think our run game is is not good? We're now on what week seven, week eight of college, or no, we're on week nine this week of college football. I feel like there should be some something to tell by why we can't run the football this year. Well, it's not a get downhill and punish your opponent type of offense. It's a kind of it's it's kind of a finesse offense. Um, where we're getting these these gadget skill type players out in space. So um, a lot of these like RPO type runs, it's it's, it's the these these offensive linemen probably aren't as explosive as off the ball as they would be in um your, your standard like um you know i formation power offense so it's not kind of drilled into their their the mindset and to their kind of dna as football players with power offense is designed and frankly there's some issues um there's some issues with you know size in the interior and these um 
these some of our interior offensive linemen. Um, don't want to call out names because we love all of our players, but some of them aren't playing. Especially up to, Sean up to, Clifford. Up to snuff. <laughs> Especially Sean Clifford. Right. So it was disappointing. You know, what looked like a very promising season. Um, I, I don't know where it goes from here. We're going to have to play a very good, a hot Buckeyes team this weekend um, who's been figuring it out on defense and has showed that they have one of the best rushing attacks in college football with a uh, freshman phenom, Trivion Henderson, who was Penn State target. Um, but he, he saw the cloud, uh, the crowded, crowded black backfield <laughs> and decided to go elsewhere. And the Buckeyes pushed hard. Um, but unfortunately, we're not getting really much of any any of those people that would have been in front of him had Travion uh, decided on the Nittany Lions. But I digress. What else about the game, Martin? Um, you know, you, you like we switch over defensively. It's hard to even name an offensive player of the week. Um, like I, I really couldn't think of anybody who put, performed uh, really well out there. But um, yeah. Uh, let's do some mad text. Okay, we could do some mad text. I have to find these from Saturday. Once again, I tried to cloud all. It'll be uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, Coach Pry is such a p word. Oh. Tits. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh. You don't have any more, Martin? Um, I'm, I'm going through them. Yeah, I'm scrolling up to find these texts from Saturday. We should have really done a little more preparation. No, there's no such thing as prep. Miranda is terrible, and the other guards aren't exactly great. Run plays take too long to develop, and no one knows how to block anyways. LOL. This is painful. Can we just turn this off? I don't enjoy this. I am not enjoying this. Yeah, I don't know how much else I have, but the, the yeah, the... I the think it is... Go ahead, Martin. I was just saying, I, I think the one I just kept saying is in by like the sixth overtime fifth or fourth overtime i was like i just want this to be over this is not fun to watch all right so we've gotten we've gotten out our sadness our yep our, yeah, but let's look at the positive so if we caught a couple balls this week um this week we would have won that game now max what's the first ball we could have caught the win that game the theo johnson pass over the middle Yep, you know, he catches that. We're in field goal uh, range. We kick a field goal there. And the next one is Jaquan Brisker, that interception. Yep. And then we got Sean Clifford. Uh, Dropping I, that one, <laughs> the two-point conversion. Oh, man, and then, for somebody who's then, kind of athletic, Brennan, you Brennan very probably could have called. Brennan Strange probably could have caught that one for a two-point conversion. So there are many opportunities. So had we won that game... Would your mindset be any different right now going into the next this week? Yeah, because I would have just said, well, win's a win, Big Ten football. And then just been just like, oh, we're still number eight in the country, eight versus whatever, college game day. And uh, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe Franklin that's, will get the boys riled up, but that's another that's, whole topic we can discuss if you if you like Franklin. Um, yeah, I think if I wonder what. Yeah, I wonder. I think there's some like bias in going into like the the like the line the spread for this week because of the loss. Like it's eighteen and a half seems pretty high to me. I know Ohio State's been very good, but I think if we would have just like I don't know scored once in overtime and won. They, the 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 uh, Vegas wouldn't have set the line at at eighteen and a half, and it probably would have been like yeah, seven, I mean, we, seven points lower than that. We also we also haven't really been down more than what six points at the most, seven points at the most this season, right? Um, so I I know Ohio State's a different beast, but I still think um, at least we we should maybe play a close game. Assuming Clifford's healthy, um, it's going to be something where you're watching all four quarters and think of, like we're one, just a pick six away from possibly like tying a game up, which is how it pretty much always has to go against Ohio State for us. Is we need some turnover luck, uh, we need points right off a turnover or something like that to kind yeah, of com- possibly get back in the game. Completely <laughs> agree. We're going to need like a block kick. Or, uh, we're going to have to. <laughs> we're going to daily. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna need a couple um, couple t- picks. We're gonna have to come down with those picks when we get the hands on the on the ball. And honestly, I think Sean Clifford's gonna have to make things happen with his feet. Third and long, um, we're gonna have to convert fourth downs. It's gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to win those those little things those little battles all night. And it's a tall task. I don't think it's impossible. Hell, we just lost. We you know we were favored to win by twenty four and a half points, and we just lost. I think we can make this one close in Ohio. Yeah, and maybe maybe last week was a fluke. Maybe they're looking ahead. Maybe there's a lot of distractions. If Sean Clifford comes out healthy, which I don't see that as a possibility, I'm not really buying any of that. But if he comes out healthy and looks how he looked right before he left the game against Iowa, I think that's a Penn State team that can compete. Our defense, once again, we, we gave up 300 rushing yards, but we only gave up 10 points. We're a bend-not-break defense that I think I think really people are going to get Oh well, we're not going to be able to play at all with them. I, I I'm going to get get a little hope and excite, excited for this game because you know it's it's all I got left right now. So nah. yeah, all, <laughs> all you can have is hope, right? Yeah, I don't like I don't like to be negative. I, I enjoy this is something I really look forward to. Hallow weekend, um, going out before the game, coming back here to watch the game, and then going out to a Halloween party at night. Uh, but I made sure I'm going to be watching from the comfort of my own living room. Uh, to watch uh, Penn State, hopefully, you know, put a put a show on. Yeah, and you made a few points. I just wanted to hit on it once again. You said a bend but not break defense. This has been a dominant defense at times this year, forcing turnovers, keeping points up, opponents scoring down. Um, so that was a little aberration this past week with our, our run our run defense. Even if we get gashed by their their run defense, uh, I mean, excuse me, their run, their run offense. Even if Travion Henderson goes for two hundred yards. We can potentially clamp down in the red zone. I think we've shown that we can do that we've this year. All keep season. them, keep them the three, or keep them out of the. You know, keep them from scoring altogether by for- forcing turnovers. I, I, I don't think that's the most uh, you know unlikely scenario out there. So and- I, I have some, I have some hope. I think a lot of it again is going to be predicated on Sean this week and wh- where he's where he's at um, from a health and standpoint. One, one last, one last point um, about this last week and about all season. Jordan Stout has been an absolute beast when it's come to changing field position. And I think he's one of the reasons that we are able to keep opponents so low is because while they might walk all downfield on us, they eventually get to the red zone and the offense can be a little tired just as much. 
Um, and Jordan Stout really has flipped the field on us big time this last week. Probably the reason that game ended tied um, and went to overtime opposed to them right. being up. But um, just something to think about, too. Um, uh, should we touch on James Franklin? Any speculation? Uh, I, I know you have some sources within the program. Uh, things are definitely getting uh, heating up everywhere online, on the message boards, on ESPN. Um, anywhere you look, it's talking about James Franklin being a uh, not being a distraction, being a distraction, um, and things he said slipping up. Is he going anywhere, Max? I think I think James Franklin is only focused right now at on on playing Illinois in the Big House this weekend. So I think we're all good in that department. <laughs> yeah, he had that little slip up in the press conference on. On Tuesday, he, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's, he's no, just freaking tired. Think, the dude still sleeps three hours, but I don't think there's anything to think about the, that. The, he's simply being robotic out there, like answering any questions. He has the answered press. these questions the same way for the past four to five years. Why is he going to answer them differently now? And I, I don't blame the press for asking them him. They have to ask him, but he uses, he uses this, this type of rhetoric as a way to, gain leverage on our boosters and the, the athletic department and to get more money or in the school and to get more money into his program. Um, you know, there may be some smoke there. there. There may be something going on with LSU and USC, USC but it, it's not, it's honestly, I don't think he's like, he's staying up late at night making calls with his agent about how he's going to maneuver his way there. I just, that's just not happening. So people yeah. just and need to just stop worrying about it and wait till the end of the season. And let it's, it play and out. It's, it's, it is a little strange. We have probably the best, his best recruiting class coming in next year. And um, it would be does, insane to imba- abandon that. It would be freaking insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> this, that, that class is the this class you need to possibly like maybe get us to that next level for a couple of years. But um, clearly we're a little bit away from that right now, but um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you want to feel go, better, I, I'd be worried if you would take players with him. Um, but that's that's another whole thing we don't need to get into. If you want to feel better, assuming Franklin doesn't leave, go on YouTube and watch Drew Aller, uh, Drew Aller highlights. He's our five star quarterback from Northeastern Ohio. That's dude's a, that's dude's that's, a freaking beast. He, he looks really good. I know Max loves watching high school tape. Um but I even I even I've divulged a little bit into oh, Drew, Drew Aller Drew Aller, Aller huddle. I it's, love I it's love a, it's quite on, a treat. It's a it's so much fun flipping on the huddle from like when we were in school and and watching watching that you know this this games. There's so much so much fun. Man, Max, when did you peak precisely? Oh, man, I don't know. We were November, looking at our November fifteenth November fifteenth of two thousand twelve. <laughs> West Catholic. West Catholic, baby. Um, Max and I were, were on Instagram and saw our high school football team's uh, pictures this week. And we were a little jealous that, like, they just had a little more swag than we did back in the yeah. day. It, Instagram wasn't really a thing from 2012 to – or 2008 to 2012 when I was in high school. But I think if it was, I'd, I'd be more more active on it now than I am. But, man, we could have looked cool taking pictures like that. Shout out to Spartans having a phenomenal year in the Suburban One too. I don't know. I don't think we have any real Spartan listeners, but shout out the Spartans. 
Um, our dad, dad's going to the game this week. Oh, senior night against Cheltenham. 34 years since we beat him or something. 32. Reggie Jackson. All right, Max. Um, anything else? Do you have any, you have any, uh, things in the sock drawer? I do, but it's, they're deep in my text and I didn't prepare for the podcast. So I'm just going to let, we're just going to sit on those until our post game pod, um, following the Ohio state game. I think I am going to, uh, Columbus this weekend, as we we've mentioned in previous pods. So that will be fun. I got an Airbnb in short North. I think it's what it's called. So it's about a two mile walk from the stadium. I'm probably just going to make that walk. Um, it's seven thirty games. So I don't really know my plans for the day yet. We have no tailgates to go to. Have you uh, got? Um, did you get the GoPro I sent you? What? I was gonna. I sent you a GoPro to strap on your head to navigate the tailgates. Oh, that's what it was for. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that that that'll be fun. I just I have nowhere to no no tailgates to go to, Martin. Oh man. Well, that's a shame. So. Oh. I did just get a grab bag question live. Should we? Uh... Yeah, let's let's dive in. Um, would you like to know who this one's from? Sure. Uh, this one comes in from part-time listener um, from Orland, Pennsylvania. Lives in Erdenheim now. Sean McCann. Should we have started Robertson last week? I don't know. Kind of random, but somewhat controversial. No, I, I really don't think so. I don't think the staff was lying when they said Sean Clifford's our best option. I think they saw <laughs> practice all week and saw who was the better performer in practice and were like, we're going to put the best player we can in, in a, the position for our team, you know, the best player in and give our team the best position, uh, put ourselves in the best position to win. And I think they did that with Clifford, which is not a good sign about our quarterback death. Our quarterback depth. Hey, I don't true. know what people saw from Robertson I mean, against Iowa to think that he was going to be better than what Sean Clifford was on Saturday. I mean, Sean enough. Clifford was bad, but I, I don't. There was nothing there against Iowa. All right, fair enough. Well, there we got sock drawer. Um, yeah, shut up, Sean. <laughs> okay, just kidding. We love we love all of our listeners, especially you, Jeff. You've been begging for the pod this week. I'm sorry it's coming yeah. so late. Especially Avery, too. I know she's a big listener. Yeah. You know, um, it started out really good for her as a, uh, you know, her, her Penn State Eagles uh, record, like the first few weeks, and then things have gone downhill fast. Yeah, it's okay. It happened. Same with Pluto. Yeah, Pluto sucks. Yeah. All right, Max, um, you have an Offensive Player of the Week? Oh, yeah. yeah offensive Player of the Week is um shit i'm gonna go with keandre lambert smith because he scored a touchdown yeah i i think that's the only person we can go with or or i think our best offense was our kicking game we could probably i mean jordan stout uh, jordan stout's (laughs) not an offensive player technically no okay uh defensive um i got arnold abiquete uh Always around, always causing havoc. Uh, though I, I do think there's a little bit, he may have been some reasons for some longer runs, him crashing hard, not really a natural DN maybe. But uh, yeah, he um, he got targeted a little bit in the running game. He got swept swept inside, as you mentioned, quite a few times. And it, I don't know. I, I can't believe 
how many times Illinois was able to just get in the corner on us. I'm like, change up the damn scheme. It's it's it's, it's interesting because I, I know I know we're we're like like really about to be ending this, but we it's like you sometimes we get them for no gain at all, like one yard loss because we crash so hard. But like if they get to the outside, shit, they get 15 yards on us because they 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 just we just crash too hard and. Like yeah. credit our once again our secondary uh, tackling has been pretty fantastic all year, and, and that's where I was gonna go with Jaquan Brisker for player of the game. I just had to pick someone from the secondary. They gave up like thirty something passing yards. I mean, their Illinois quarterbacks suck, but <laughs> like they yeah. are bad. I felt really bad for that guy when he broke his hand though. <laughs> but, uh, Sikowski or whatever he was at Rutgers a few years ago, but yeah, their quarterbacks stink. Um, but uh, I'll go with Brisker. He made, cleaned up some um, long runs and uh, almost had a game ceiling pick. So there you go. But it's too late now. We're going to win. Next, well, enjoy enjoy um, Columbus this weekend. What? Hopefully not all is lost. And uh, if, if we win on Saturday, what are you going to do? I am going to get so... Have so much fun going out on Halloween, Saturday, Halloween night, Halloween parties. It's going to be great. I'm going to attempt to not get shot as I walk down um, south on, on High Street. So we got our plans together. All right, Max. Love you, bro. Love you. Bro. <laughs>